0: Let's talk sports and welcome to The Grind.
1: And good Friday to you, and welcome inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you're listening to the Friday edition of the Grind. In here on a Friday edition, finally made it to Friday, and excited to be here as as the week of non-sports will continue on through today. Have 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 some more free agency to talk about as as the remaining openings and the remaining uh, free agents. Uh, kind of have, have surfaced to the forefront. Uh, some new ones added yesterday as a couple players got released and a couple people got put on the trade block. So we'll see how that goes. Some injury news to talk about in the Major League Baseball realm as Red Sox pitcher Chris Sale, a, a up-and-coming great pitcher, is is on his way to the DL. And then Saints head coach Sean Payton announces he has tested positive. For COVID 19 coronavirus, and of course the the Celtics and the Lakers self-reported several cases of coronavirus on their rosters. So uh, another day in the in the time of coronavirus, another day in the the beating the curve as we've been calling it. Uh, you, you know, it's it's an opportunity. Uh, you, you know, I think I think we've saw the gamut this week you know we, we've started shutting things down which again sports started getting shut down last week but you, you know as we as we have have kind of matriculated i don't know if that's the best word but as we've kind of mowed through this week more things have stopped more dates have been pushed out and more cases have been found i i, I mean in the state of tennessee alone uh, it went from i think 98 to 155 in a day uh confirmed cases it's one of those. I don't know where we're at on the curve, but I think we're 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 not peaked yet. Uh, so people still need to kind of preserve the caution, kind of take care of themselves, and, uh, and and be be on the lookout. We'll kind of open with the, the the Saints coach Sean Payton. Sean Payton announced uh, that he has tested positive for coronavirus, but uh, he is he is at home. He's fifty six years old, first person in the NFL that is known to have test positive for the virus. Peyton said he didn't feel well this past Sunday, took the test Monday, and received the test results Thursday afternoon. Peyton is resting at home, has some fatigue, but said it's part. he is part of the 20% of the cases that have no fever and no cough. But he will still self-quarantine in his home through the weekend, and he said he is upbeat and optimistic about a full recovery. He's just chilling out, looks like, with his puppy. Uh, right here in this picture. Peyton said he came forward with the diagnosis because he wants all people to heed the warnings of the government. Stay inside and behave responsibly. I think that comes on the heels of the uh, spring break videos that, uh, and I quote, if I get corona, I get corona. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, he said, this is not just about social distancing. Sean Peyton said to ESPN, it's shutting down here for a week or two. Uh, It's people understanding the curve and understanding the bump. We can easily work together as a country to reduce this. Take a minute to understand what the experts are saying. It's not complicated to do what they're asking. Just that type of small investment by everyone will have a big, dramatic impact. He said, I was fortunate to be in the minority uh, without the serious side effects that some have. I'm lucky. Younger people feel like they can handle this but they can be a carrier to someone who cannot handle this. So we all need to do our part. It's important for every one of us to do our part. The virus has spread throughout the world, and Louisiana has been one of the most infected states. The concern with Louisiana is the amount of people that come in and out of this area after Mardi Gras season, Peyton said. This is an area that doctors are concerned about, so our parents and those that are susceptible to this virus deserves... Everyone doing their best to beat it. There are hundreds of people right now in tough predicaments, fighting for their lives. Let's be part of the solution, not the problem. We can easily help reduce the number of those impacted. We have to do our best to beat this, and I know we can. The Saints staff have not collectively met since early last week and mostly started working from home last Thursday and Friday. Peyton did travel to Oaklawn Racetrack in Arkansas for races there Saturday. New Orleans-based thoroughbred trainer Tom Amos said he has spent time with Peyton there and would self-quarantine and get tested as soon as possible. In a statement Thursday night, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell said the league's primary concern is Peyton's health and well-being. He did the right thing by seeking medical attention and we wish him a speedy recovery. That's a, that's a comment from Goodell. It shouldn't come as a surprise as this pandemic continues that members of our NFL family will be directly impacted. This news underscores the importance of everyone following the advice from medical and public health experts to protect themselves and others. So that's kind of the story of Sean Payton. Sean Payton, the first NFL pl- player, coach, member, Uh, to be diagnosed positive uh, for coronavirus so he will uh, of course be on on the mend and try to get over this and and again it's still a scary situation he's 56 years old he's not he's not showing the symptoms at the moment he's in the minority of the ones that don't have a fever nor a cough but the fatigue is serious so uh, again it's about, and I think that's the key point that 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 continues to drive home. And maybe a week ago, even I didn't understand. Is it's not necessarily are you going to be okay? It's what are you carrying around? Because I I agree. I mean, I think at, at thirty two, I'm in a position to where I feel I feel pretty good. I feel like I could beat COVID nineteen. I could beat whatever, if if said to, to get it. But my parents, my in laws, I, I don't know that that's the case. Some of my older friends, I don't know that that's the case. And the thing is, 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 I, I don't mean to be morbid, but at the same rate, you need, you got to take care of 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 those around you just as well as you got to take care of yourself because knowingly doing things like that is wrong. And, and so I, I say that because it, it's, it, it sounds very, very common, very basic. But at the end of the day, don't do things because you're protecting yourself. Do, do things because you're protecting the people that, that's around you and the people that you, you interact with on a daily basis. Because this stuff can stay asymptomatic for a long time, and you don't know you have it. Therefore, you're going, you're doing, you're interacting, you're hugging, you're doing whatever because you're in the South. I don't care. You're, you're social distancing to a point, but you're still hugging mama. You're still shaking hands with father-in-law. You're still doing all those things. So you got to take care of it. You got to do and here's the thing. The alternative is so much worse. You know, I I watched that video of that that spring breaker and I I, I should have pulled it up, but honestly, I don't I don't really care to look at his face or hear his voice. He was all about it. I've had this trip planned for months. I've had this this deal, and if if I get corona, I get corona. We'll see what happens. That's completely the reason the curve is what it is. That's the reason that it went from 98 to 155 in the state of Tennessee in a day. Because there's people that don't care. And, and, and you know what? Adults are adults, and, and they need to make their own decisions. But at the end of the day... I'm all for that. I'm all for that until it starts affecting other people, and then it's careless and then it's inconsiderate, and then it's just wrong and and I think as as things unfold that way, you gotta look at it in those terms and and just you gotta take measures to protect other people and and I know in today's society individualistic and 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 what have you what it what it, what about me and why not me and all this stuff we got to kind of back out of that for a moment. And if you don't believe that, I apologize, because you should. Uh, It's one of those deals. You want to take care of yourself, but you need, you need at this point to think about other people. And if that comes in washing your hands, if that comes in, in wearing gloves, if that comes in hand sanitizing yourself down like at every waking moment of going in a public place, then that's what it means. And I'm not I'm not about the scare tactics and I'm not going to read all the the cases and and how bad it can get and 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 all that stuff. That's not what I'm about. But I am about taking care of who we need to take care of. And and something that gets lost in a lot of ways is 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 the 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 requirements that are of the 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 younger generation here's, the, here's the, the the bold and skinny truth we got a lot hopefully hopefully a lot of us have a lot more years ahead of us than we have behind us everybody doesn't have that same same fit the older generation not to be morbid but definitely have more years behind them than they have in front of them and and I don't know about anybody out there, but I don't want to be I don't want to be any part of the reason those are shorter. So if it takes me washing my hands a few more times, if it takes me not going to Walmart, not going to Ross, not going to places that that are that are screaming, come come and catch this thing at my my location. And not to say that Walmart or Ross are, are infested, but what I'm saying is is high traffic areas are prone to to this situation so unless it's absolutely necessary like i'm making a trip to the grocery store today but we have to i have to get what we need but i may not go back out for a few days you know why because i don't have to because i don't have to expose that opportunity you know it there's no secrets if you if you've lived around me at all if you know much about me i've got two little boys I'm scared to death of taking that home to them. I'm scared to death of me being fine, me being asymptomatic, and giving it to a five or seven year old. Because even though they're growing boys and they're they're, you know, they they do well and and they they recover well from sickness. It ain't gonna be because I gave it to them. And that's just where I, that's where I sit on that deal. But but nonetheless, you know, you've got Sean Payton in the NFL that has it because. You know, quite frankly, he just went to a racetrack in Arkansas. Did he not heed the own warnings that that we've been saying, that everybody's been saying? No. And there it is. He has it now. Self-quarantined. The Celtics, Marcus Smart, and two members of the Lakers that have not been named have the coronavirus. It's spreading across the professional sports in lieu of a shutdown. If we would have kept playing, and I think this validates the the stoppage in the NBA. If we'd have kept playing between the Utah players, between the Lakers, between the Celtics, between all the teams, the 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 Nets, the Brooklyn Nets. This thing would have been this would have been to a hundred players in about three ball games. So it's a great move that that the NBA suspended play, but it just goes to show you. This thing's no respecter of person. This thing's not sitting here going, oh, well, let's target these people. They got a lot of money. Or let's target these people. They don't have a lot of money. This virus says, you know what? I got my thumb out, and the first person I can jump on to I'm going to carry around with. Straight up. And if you've read the articles, read from the, the experts, it, it can live on, on about any surface for multiple hours, but it can live on hard surfaces for days. And it can even live on on clothing for hours. It's a scary situation, like I said. I'm not saying go out in a space suit. I'm not saying whatever. I'm saying don't go out. <laughs> I'm saying unless it's just necessary, the social side of 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 things needs to kind of kind of slow up a little bit you know and and I know I know it there's a there's a fine balance you know there's a when you go to stores go local when you when you have the opportunity to to, uh, to help local people do that. And, and I agree with that. I agree with that. But safely. When you have to do it. And I know a lot of people are talking, and we can continue to talk about the the business side of this because there's been some articles released that, uh, that modern league baseball teams are struggling right now. Uh, that that how are they going to foot the bill because a lot of these aren't owned by the 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 parent organization if you will i think that's a good place to stop i think here, here's the deal if you if you need to go out go out don't this is not a you know this isn't cnn this isn't fox news trying to tell you where you need to go when you need to go there but all i'm saying is exercise caution it, it's it's not you know, auto manufacturers are shutting down. Uh, you, you know, it's, it's getting serious to the point that, uh, you know, I think somebody put, uh, put things on in perspective last night on social media. There may be more people that struggle financially out of this situation than ever get hit health wise. And I think that's a really good point as these things tighten up as as jobs delay production, as as stores are not selling things, people are going to start backing up on that budget. Now, I think as you look at that, we'll see how that shakes out, how that affects people. But at the same rate, we got to take care of what we can. We got to wash those hands. We got to get in inside, stay inside. You know, movie night. Uh, you, you know, I I painted a porcelain bunny yesterday with my little boys. You know why? Because I didn't want to go anywhere else because it was fun because it wasn't you know it wasn't glitz and glamour it wasn't looking at new things but you know what those three little porcelain bunnies are on on our mantle right now and it's fun because you know what we had that time that we'll 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 like for a long time both my little boys have the the i mean it's the technicolor you know bunny that you're looking at because they painted it every color that we had in the in the paint set but you know what that was fun times and and we had zero risk of catching passing or handing off said coronavirus so uh that's what i say is is take those times uh to invest in 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 your house invest in what you got going on and uh and again uh let's let's flatten this curve let's get this thing on its way out Uh, before it gets it gets so big we can't handle it but let's take a break listen to these fine sponsors you're listening to the friday edition of the grind Uh, more coronavirus talk when we come back we're going to talk the impact to minor league baseball it is real and it is now and the money uh, is 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 stopped so we got to talk about that and how they're going to hopefully rebound on the flip side of the break you're listening to the grind 100.9 fm 8:50 a.m and streaming at wkbl.com we'll be right back
0: your hometown alternative to ordinary sports radio 100.9 fm 850 am rocky top sports
1: or go to DonnaCry.com. M-I-G is an equal housing lender.
2: El Jimidor Mexican Grill. Authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Hemador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimidor Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimidor Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blount County Sports.
1: a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time.
2: From the moment we welcome them into our families, our pets bring wonder and joy to each day. At Rule King, we believe they deserve no less than our best. Reward your best friends for their lifetime of companionship and devotion with Loyal Life Super Premium Pet Food, formulated for each age and activity level with an easily digestible protein source for your dog with food sensitivities. Pick up a 40-pound bag of Loyal Life dog food for $37.99 at Rule King, America's Farm and Home Store.
1: This is Wayne Kaiser, host of Rocky Top Sports, sports radio show, The Grind. If you're looking for a way to catch the grind, not in its normal programming, if you can't make that six to seven hour, check it out online, thegrindonsports.com. It's the hub for everything the grind. We've got Twitter feed, Facebook feed, and of course, SoundCloud. If you miss a show, you don't have to miss it forever. Check it out online. TheGrindOnSports.com. That's TheGrindOnSports.com.
3: Whitlock & Company, Certified Public Accountants, features accounting services for individuals and businesses, serving Blunt County for over 30 years. Everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over a hundred employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping,
1: And welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you're listening to the Friday edition of The Grind. As I had a sneezy fit, I, of course, wiped everything down after I was done. But nonetheless, sneezing fit here in the WKVL studios. But, you know, as we come back from the break, we're going to talk a little bit about minor league baseball and the sensitivity that this virus is bringing to those small organizations and small towns. But I uh, want to say how we're, we're in the in the storm of coronavirus. Uh, the grind is, is trying to grow and trying to build out of this. A uh, couple things that we've added here recently. Uh, yesterday, no, two days ago. So Wednesday, we launched our new website, thegrindonsports.com. It's been going on for a long time. But the new look, grindonsports.com, is up and running. Check it out on your mobile device or on your desktop. Again, that's thegrindonsports.com. It's really the hub for for everything you want out of this show. If you're social media, it's got the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram handle right there. Click the button. It takes you there. You can like it just straight from there. Or if you just want to listen to the show, you don't want to get in the social media game and, and all the hoopla that is, the SoundCloud links there. It has every show that we've done since august 2018 so it has a it has the philip former interview it has the kelly harper interview it has the sterile the pearl interview the the Barry davis interview uh the barry mathis interview the randy lambert interview uh the holden willis interview i mean any of those are on that on that feed right there at soundcloud again get on there click the button it takes you right to the grind on sports also if you're a podcaster if you say, you know what, I don't turn the radio on, I don't get on social media, how am I going to get it? Well, there's a clicker, a button for Apple Podcast and Google Play Music, both of which you go, it gives you, it's not all the shows, it goes back to, I think, early February. But nonetheless, you get all the shows every day up to the minute it loads up at about 7 30 a.m so you're ready to go at the early morning commute or if you if you're a daytime traveler you can catch it on the podcast apple podcast or google play music click a button on our website thegrindonsports.com and all that was brought to you you know by by the great people at 42nd street 42nd street marketing is a blunt county business that has been invested in Blunt County for several years. They've helped a lot of local businesses with their logo, with their websites, and with their marketing materials. So if you look at that, they're they're invested. Uh, they do a lot of great things. They have website design, and, and and if you if you meet with Mike or Jana and and the crew, Will is who who designed our website. Uh, they'll do some great things for you, and, and really kind of take what you want. And make it happen. I, I've talked with a lot of people, uh, marketing people, that that they have an idea for what they think you need. That's not the way Forty Second Street works. They they take what you want and enhance it and make it make it your own. And and that's what we've achieved with the GrindOnSports.com. It 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 emphasizes our sponsors. It gives them a lot of great pub on the website, but also it sticks to the bones of what we're trying to do: sports radio from a fan's perspective. It looks like a Jumbotron because a lot of fans like Jumbotrons, and then it also has a place where you can connect on all those social medias and it has a way that you can dive in and, again, comment, get involved with the show, and do those things. But the great people at 42nd Street got us off the ground. That's 42nd Street Marketing right off McCayman Avenue. It is 42SD.com. You can check out their work and how they can help you. 42 S D. .com or give them a call 382-7007. 7007 is their last four digits. And again, give them a, give them a shout, tell them you heard about it on the radio and uh, and you won't be disappointed. You won't be disappointed at all. But uh want to give them a little shout out and again, check out the grindonsports.com because it is a way to where you can hook in and find what you need to find out about the grind without digging through all the social medias independently. But I uh, want to talk a little bit about the Major League Baseball, uh, how minor leaguers are kind of impacted by this this virus. Again, uh, a lot of big leaguers have, have what they call now guaranteed money. And again, that's not good for franchises, but it's budgeted in. Guaranteed money, cap space, et cetera, et cetera. So the big leaguers, just quite frankly, are going to be okay barring you know their debt situation and that's that's a different discussion altogether. But minor leaguers always has intrigued me for the last maybe five or six years since I know one. I know a minor leaguer for the Minnesota Twins and, and he's a fourth round draft pick that's continued to climb his way up through the ranks and currently sits at single high a single A uh, ball for the twins organization. In that in that response, soon as this stuff broke, I, I kind of reached out to him and said, hey, how's things going? What are they looking to do? How are they going to impact your season? And then, you know, we, we talked a little bit and we got to pay. And I was like, how is this going to impact as, as you know, the, the farm system's huge. And I understand now more than ever, these franchises for for the minor league system, you know, I think a lot of people think, oh, the Cubs own the Smokies or – you know the 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 Minnesota Twins own the Chattanooga Lookouts, or the you know go, go on down the Birmingham Braves or or whatever. You know they they're not owned by the Braves. They're affiliated with the Braves. And yeah, I think from a uniform, from a from from a several angles, money comes from the organization. But my understanding is a lot of a lot of minor league franchises don't make a ton of money. Unless the ballpark's open, they they you know they have to give a portion of of merchandise sales back to the franchise. They have to give this back to the franchise. So their their clean and clear income comes from gate money and concessions. And a lot of times, you know, just credit Smokies. A lot of times, the concession stands run by local you know a local group that's raising money. So maybe all the all the time it's all about the gate. It's all about people getting to the ballpark. So. Uh, you know, it, it kind of opened my eyes a little bit, and I started digging around. and And, and the cool thing is, is I, I think the major league franchises have stepped up in understanding their pockets are deeper than their franchisees down at the at the at the smaller level, at the farm level. And Philadelphia Phillies minor leaguer Logan Ohop got the news from his agent and immediately released it to his friends. Uh, he was a 40th, 40th round draft pick would be getting his spring training pay after all. Uh, the, 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 the agent said he thought I was kidding. It's awesome. I'm happy for him. Major League Baseball announced Thursday that minor league players shut out of spring training camp amid the novel coronavirus outbreak will receive allowances from teams through April the 8th. And a plan is underway to compensate those players during the postponed portion of, of the regular season, here here's the deal. It's not going to be a grand grand scale uh, afforded money. It, it says minor leaguers will receive allowances of four hundred dollars per week from teams in a lump sum for the next three weeks, a significant bump from their usual spring per diem of a hundred to two hundred dollars per week. Teams hope that will allow players to cover housing, food, and other expenses through the previously scheduled end of spring training. And the minor league season has been set to open on April the 9th, but has been delayed. Major League Baseball said it's working with teams to develop an industry wide plan to compensate players for missed games. We were excited to be able to help these kids, Reds General Manager Nick Krawl said, uh, help sustain them for some time, and hopefully we start the season and they start getting paychecks sooner rather than later. Players were sent scrambling last week when Major League Baseball suspended spring training. Most minor leaguers were told to go home, including some from Venezuela, the Dominican Republic, and other countries, despite concerns they may have trouble getting back into the U.S. It was a scary situation, and I think they're coming out on the other side of it and wanting uh, to help these players. So, again, love what they're doing, love how they're talking about that, and then ultimately I think it's going to hopefully help uh, as we move forward, and and again, trying to flatten that curve and do what we've got to do. But minor league baseball has been impacted, but looks like they're trying to help uh, at the club level. They're trying to to trickle down some funds uh, to keep this thing intact. Because again, those Venezuelan, uh, Dominican players, uh, if they can't get back to the U.S., what hole does that leave in that minor league system? So uh, I think. I think that's something they're going to have to work on and see how they can get that back in lieu of uh, defeating this virus uh, and, and trying to battle back from that. But uh, half the show is gone, and we've talked virus pretty much the whole time. We're going to stop that and talk a little bit more uh, sports as we, we're we going to take another quick break, listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, uh, we've got some more talk to do about Big Orange. Big Orange Country had a loss yesterday. Uh, and we didn't even play on a field. Uh, losing our strength coach Craig Fitzgerald to the NFL—not surprising, as he was—he was—he was courted by several NCAA programs that could not lure him away, but the NFL came calling, and Craig went on up to the NFL. New York Giants is who where he will head, and who he will be the strength coach for. What does that say about Tennessee? Who does that leave in the wings? Do we promote from within? Or do we make a big time search? We'll talk about it on the flip. You're listening to The Grind, 100.9 FM, 850 AM, and streaming at WKBL.com. Rocky Top Sports. We'll be right back. Go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender.
4: Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Take the first step by attending the Blunt County Job Fair on March 24th from 1 to 5 p.m. at the Foothills Mall in Marival. Sponsored by Blackberry Farm, Pelissippi State Community College, Clayton Homes, and the City of Maribel, more than 40 employers will be on hand with jobs available in hospitality, medical services, telecommunications, construction, internet technology, and much more. So find your next career at the Blunt County Job Fair on March 24th at Foothills Mall.
1: Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work, or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's
3: always a good time.
1: This is Wayne Kaiser, host of Rocky Top Sports, sports radio show, The Grind. If you're looking for a way to catch The Grind, not in its normal programming, if you can't make that six to seven hour, check it out online, thegrindonsports.com. It's the hub for everything The Grind. We've got Twitter feed, Facebook feed, and of course, SoundCloud. If you miss a show, you don't have to miss it forever. Check it out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com.
2: El Jimidor Mexican Grill Authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee For the past 15 years Open Sunday through Thursday 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimidor offers Monday through Friday Lunch Specials with their 15 minutes Or free guarantee Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Himidor Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimidor Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports.
0: Got something you're grinding on? Give us a call at... 865-983-4310. Now back to the grind with host Wayne Kaiser. 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports.
1: And welcome back inside the WKBL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you're listening to the Friday edition of The Grind. As we went out of the break, we talked about Craig Fitzgerald taking the head head strength job at the New York Giants. He will leave Tennessee after just a two-year stint, heading into year three uh, with the Volunteers, but he will head back to the NFL as he came to Tennessee by way of the Houston Houston Texans. He will head back to the NFL to be a part of the – New York football Giants. The New York Giants said they had hired Craig Fitzgerald as director of strength and performance. Uh, he came from the University of Tennessee. I think this is a good way that they put it. They gave they shed good light on Tennessee. Said he had served as the director of strength and conditioning since 2018. His tenure with the Vols followed four seasons as the head, coach, head strength coach at the Houston Texans. He spent two seasons leading the strength program at Penn State and three seasons leading South Carolina's strength program as well. There were a vacancy with the Giants after Aaron Wellman had left to become Senior Assistant Athletic Director at Indiana, where he had started his career, and Fitzgerald holds the highest honors awarded in his profession, the Certification of master Strength and Conditioning Coach by Collegiate Strength and Conditioning Coaches Association, and he's also certified by the National Strength and Conditioning Association. Craig Fitzgerald left this message on Twitter for Vol Nation. It says, I want to thank Head Coach Jeremy Pruitt, Director of Athletics Philip Fulmer, Senior Associate Athletic Director Tyler Johnson, our strength staff, and the many student-athletes who have represented our program since the spring of 2018. Tennessee is a first-class program and will continue to rise under Coach Pruitt and Coach Fulmer's leadership. We will forever be grateful for our time in Knoxville, and I will be returning to the NFL and joining the New York Giants. Thank you for everyone and go Vols. Uh, I think that's a that's a notable statement. And, and you know, here's the thing. Yeah, you know, I I think I think we need to do a really good job of understanding how to maintain coaches at the college level. And here here's my opinion on that. South Carolina should never come and take a coach from us, barring that being the coach's alma mater. We shouldn't lose a coach or, or a dream job or whatever. But I, I would like to think that even if it's not your dream job when you take the Tennessee job, it becomes one. And I know that's orange-colored glasses at its utmost, but, hey, it's my world. I live in it. So, nonetheless, at the at the NFL level, uh, Fitzgerald held Houston's win, helped them win back-to-back AFC South Division championships while putting together three consecutive winning seasons for the first time in franchise history. In Fitzgerald's first year in Houston, the Texans led the NFL with seven win, with a seven-win improvement and became the sixth team in the NFL since 78 to post a winning record following a season which it won two games or less. Fitzgerald revamped Penn State's program. Uh, his tenure at Penn State followed three successful seasons working with Steve Spurrier at South Carolina, where the Gamecocks won our school record 11 games and finished in the top 10 for the first time in school history uh, in his final season in 2011. Fitzgerald was the director of strength and conditioning at Harvard from 2005 to 2009, overseeing 41 varsity sports, including the football team that won Ivy League championships in 2007 and 8. From 2000 to 2005, he served as an assistant athletic director at Maryland, his alma mater, and from 97 to 99, he was the first director of strength and conditioning at Catholic university, where he also was the tight ends coach and special teams coordinator. He's had a lot of hats during his tenure. He was a three-year letter winner and starting tight end for the Terrapins in 1994 through 96 after beginning his career as a walk-on Fitzgerald and his wife, along with three sons will head to New York or East Rutherford to help the New York football giants. So, uh, We'll see what that looks like, and and how they look to replace Craig Fitzgerald. I mean, you look at it. How do you replace Craig Fitzgerald? He's he's been uh, one of those staples of of the Pruitt era that you really look you, you really look at, at it and say, well, do you being at this time of the year, do you go, um, do you go within, do you do you? Do you look for for one of his assistants and just promote? I I don't know that that's a bad move, honestly. Honestly, and I say that because he has a lot of really good assistants with him. But uh, I would say the time the clock is kind of stopped right now, and, and that's why I would say don't 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 get all tore up because ultimately, I think you need to understand what you need and what's out there and go get it. And, again, I think Tennessee can, in in the recruiting world of, of luring away jobs, Tennessee should be right there. Uh, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you, I'll read an article uh, from, from one uh, Go Vols 247 uh, writer. He says, I mention following phrase all the time because it's one of the more important phrases you need to know about any kind of business. If not one wants your people – your people suck. <laughs> Harsh, arguably true, undeniable. Uh, when other good people want your people, you're going to lose some of them. That's the direction you draw. Supply and demand curves represent a vast majority of why the business knowledge, but they important things to know, so that's what you got. In other words, if you do a good job at, as a college coach, you're going to have an opportunity to be a professional coach. People like Alabama's Nick Sabans are often uh, – architects of their own frustration i love the way he put that because they hire so many good coaches and then have to fight like crazy to keep them continually is nice continuity can be nice but having good people is maybe nicer i think sometimes being exposed to the greatness is worth having around even if it's just for a short time if you have to choose you take good people and then to take the chances on the keeping part you can't win every battle though tennessee's jeremy pruitt um had fought off several several uh, suitors for Craig Fitzgerald and just couldn't battle the NFL. Fitzgerald was a coup of a hire for Tennessee when they plucked him out of the NFL to begin with, and Pruitt consistently had to fend off competition to keep him. Nearly got tugged uh, back to Maryland last year and then nearly uh, took the Alabama job earlier this season. It's clear Fitzgerald was happy with his situation at Tennessee, and he was highly respected, but eventually – There's offers that you can't turn down. Um, The Giants offered Fitzgerald and his wife, who's from New York, an opportunity to move closer to home, and it's easy to understand why they would make that move. But uh, here's the deal: there's the 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 cupboard's not bare, and there's opportunities out there uh, to go get some guys. Like you know, I was looking yesterday. There's several different guys uh, out there in the in in systems as an assistant. strength and conditioning coaches as sitting head strength and conditioning coaches it's just where you want to go and what the the dynamic comes from to me the foundation's been laid there's a lot of really good strength coaches on staff and and you know it wouldn't be a bad uh, move at this rate based on you know consistency knowing what you want that fluidity of the strength coach to the head coach uh, maybe there's some options of having you know uh, a promote from within situation go on, but I don't think the 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 you know we've lost the successes of Craig Fitzgerald just yet because I think he laid down a foundation uh, of of how you do things and why you do things, and if we can just have a strong person to carry on that that legacy, then we'll be just fine. Uh, there's no guarantee Tennessee will get someone as good as Fitzgerald, but there are many great strength coaches in the industry, and I've stopped being surprised at how many good people Pruitt has made connections with over the years. I don't know that Pruitt will get the high right, but his track record suggests the safer bet, and we know money won't be an issue. The salary already budgeted for Fitzgerald was a hefty one, and I'd be stunned if Athletic Director Philip Fulmer let money get in the way of Pruitt hiring the strength coach he wants. Fulmer, a Hall of Fame coach, knows the importance of that position, but the battle never stops if Pruitt gets the high right He'll have to fight just as hard to keep that guy the entire time he's in Knoxville. That's the way it works. I think Craig Fitzgerald, to keep him for a couple years was great. I think the college the college scheme probably wore on him a little bit, honestly. The grind that is the SEC, the the game-in, game-out expectation that is the Southeastern Conference, and quite frankly, the struggle that is balancing athletics and academics. I think as a strength coach, you want to be able to say, "Here, guy, here's this book. You're you're a working guy. You you know you're a professional athlete. You need to do your thing, and I'm going to just be screaming in your ear." Well, no, it's like you got to come in at 5 a.m. and do this because you have this class at 8. You got to come in at this time because you have practice at this. You got to do this because of this. And I think that grind and and being away from home all kind of whirled together an opportunity for the NFL to look enticing to Craig Fitzgerald. It's one of those situations like 10 years ago, and, and I say, well, it's probably 11 years ago now, as the Lane Kiffin situation unfolded, in, in my mind, why would you not want to be at Tennessee? Why would you ever leave Tennessee to go somewhere else? Why would you do what you do and and say you're all in and then leave? At any coaching perspective and strength coach is a touch different because they're not on the field and they're not so much recruiting but it's all about setting yourself up for the best opportunity for you and i say that because i think that works at any at any gamut is it the strength coach is it the tight ends coach? Is it the running backs coach what have you you've got to look at the trajectory that the program you're sitting in is versus the one that that is offering you or or courting you for an opening how bought in are you to the current system and how much do you think you can better your, your chances at the next level? In, in a lot of ways, assistant strength coaches are just as hard to keep because they want to be head strength coaches. Running backs coaches, defensive back coaches, linebacker coach, what have you, they want to be head coaches. So are they in the best position to expose themselves the right way to be in the position to do those things? And I think that's where it all comes comes whirlwind. I think Craig Fitzgerald was the lone situation where it's closer to home. It's the NFL, it's what he knows. And that was kind of the skinny on it. But I'll go case in point when 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 Jay Graham left Tennessee to go to go to Florida State, I was heartbroken. I thought Jay Graham just let me down. Like to me, he he quit me. He didn't he didn't leave Tennessee. He left us. And, and in that regard, I'm sitting here and I'm like 10 years later or what have you, and I'm going, really? That's the way I thought? And, and and don't get me wrong, it still makes me mad. When T. Martin turned us down like three years ago, I was mad as a bull because I'm like, why would you not come back and help us? But it, it's 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 a scenario that we've created as a fan base, as as, as a sports world, because people don't understand – that no longer is it, you know, Johnny Majors come back in, in I think, 78, 79, and then then stayed till 92. That won't happen much anymore if it's not consistent winning. I mean, that's point blank and honest. You won't see coaches be there 10-plus years unless they're consistently winning. Any coach that's great right now, think about it. Almost fired at Clemson, Dabo Swinney. He did a wholesale change after getting blown out in a bowl game and has turned the corner and started winning in in in, in Clemson. That was not the, the the story two or three years into his tenure. Go back and look. Nick Saban, a couple years ago, lost two ball games, and Alabama fans went crazy. Old man's lost it. He's washed up. Doesn't have it anymore. I'm not going to say that his best days aren't behind him, but I'm going to say that he store, sure hasn't lost it. Talk about Jimbo Fisher at Texas A&M—he's won a national championship in the last 10 years and got walked out at Florida State because he couldn't win. So what I'm saying is, and I'm putting all this into perspective because it's—I think it's a good time to talk about—you know—don't get mad at at coaches for leaving. Don't get mad at coaches—you know—don't get mad at Jeremy Pruitt because he couldn't hold on to Craig Fitzgerald. Understand that that's the the basket we've wove ourselves into in the fact that when coaches see an opportunity that's better for them, better for their family, allegiance is not what it used to be. And I don't know what if that's good or if that's bad. In, in my opinion, it's the business. I don't like it. I wish people wanted to be at Tennessee because of Tennessee. I wish people understand that the it, it's never going to be easy, it's never going to be the funnest thing, but winning at Tennessee is, is a special thing and is important, but it's just not that way anymore. It's what blemish is this going to put on my career? What trajectory is this going to give me or take away by me staying or going? And how's it going to impact me down the road? I, I think that's that's the dynamic that they look at now. And, and Like I said, good, bad, or indifferent, it's what we've built the sport into. I mean, you look at head coaches and the way they bounce around. It, you know, some coaches get ahead of the moving trucks. Some people retire because they don't want to get fired. Some people take a job that they don't like because they don't want to get fired. And so I think as as you look at this, and Craig Fitzgerald's not in that boat. He was not going to get fired, but Craig Fitzgerald saw a fit that got him closer to home, got him back to the NFL, and he left on a really high note. In the college ranks, I think he he has three stops that he can be very proud of in the college ranks, at the big time college ranks, and then several stops at other places that also uh, prove his grit. But I think when you when you're at the coaching level, if you have an opportunity at all you want to get to the NFL, he's been there, stepped back to college, and obviously uh, found that he liked uh, the NFL system somewhat better but i hope tennessee kind of feels from within i hope they do uh what they can to to get this system kind of ingrained and get this thing on the way because turnover at that position and change in that culture uh, can be a setback uh, that we we did not anticipate nor uh welcome there on the hill so i think there's a lot of soul searching to be done and they'll have to do it in quarantine fashion but uh jeremy pruitt's got a spot to fill uh, head strength and conditioning coach. We'll see if if one of the guys from Fitzgerald's staff stays there and takes the reins, or we'll see if Tennessee goes national and gets the best available that are sitting head strength coaches. It's hard to say, and who knows? But we'll uh, we'll of course follow it right here. But again, as we head into the weekend, I know it's 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 70 degrees outside right now. You gotta love it as I sneeze during the break and my nose is stopped up more than anything but uh if you have the opportunity stay in the car, get out, drive around, do your thing in the car and get back home. Uh there's a lot of cool things that that I'm going to do this weekend. I'm going to get out, I'm going to clean up the yard. I'm going to do a little do a little grilling. I uh, got a new tank there yesterday, so going to going to kind of hook that up. I'm uh, going to hit the grocery store this morning. But I'm going to get in and get out, sanitize in, sanitize out, and uh, and I'm going to have a good weekend. I think it's it's funny we got back. I watched Creed 2 last night. I hadn't watched a full-scale movie probably. I haven't watched five in the last five years. I, I bet I haven't watched full five full movies in the last five years. That doesn't mean my wife hasn't turned one on. It just means I've fallen asleep uh, through most of them. But last night we watched Creed 2. Today we're going to do some things. We got, you know, like some little badminton rackets we're going to try to to goof around with in the backyard. There's a lot that can be done that doesn't have to be in the public. Uh, Take those opportunities. Take these pretty days. If we can hold on to a couple, uh, do some things at home, get some things ready. And uh, and have a good weekend. But I'm gonna head on out of here. I'm gonna let this uh, let this last break play. Listen to these fine sponsors. There's a lot of great things to do. But if you need sports on your weekend fix, check us out. TheGrindOnSports.com. That's TheGrindOnSports.com. It's your source for everything. The Grind. It'll get you your social media fix, your podcast fix, and of course, get you connected with the Grind on a daily basis. So again, get get online. Check us out. TheGrindOnSports.com. That's the thegrindonsports.com. We're going to head on out, but if you're on your way to work or on your way home, take care, be safe, and, yes, grind on.
0: Your hometown alternative to ordinary sports radio, 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports.
2: Blount County Lacrosse is happy to announce that this year's season of high school and youth lacrosse activity has begun. Home games are underway at Fields in Blunt County. This is the fourth season of youth lacrosse that's being played by Blunt County teams, and it's promising to be another fun and exciting experience for the community. Lacrosse has been surprising with its growth in popularity and participation for Blunt County, given the relative unfamiliarity that most people in the area have with the sport of lacrosse. This season, Blunt County will be fielding four teams for both boys and girls, with almost 100 players and almost a dozen coaches who will all be taking the field under the banner of Blunt County. And due to the generous support of Blunt County Schools, all of these teams will be hosting home games at the Union Grove Middle School Athletic Field. If you'd like to find out more information about the sport of lacrosse, visit www.blountcountybulldogs.com.
1: Or go to DonnaCry.com, MIG is an equal housing lender.
4: The Great Smoky Mountains Food Truck Festival is coming to Little Arrow Outdoor Resort in Townsend on March 28th from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Enjoy a fun-filled day by the river with nearly 40 food trucks from the East Tennessee region. An event for all ages, parking, shuttle service, and swag pack are included with your ticket. Bring your own refillable water bottle to minimize the environmental impact. Tickets are only $5 and may be purchased on Facebook at the Great Smoky Mountains Food Truck Festival.
1: This is Wayne Kaiser, host of Rocky Top Sports, sports radio show, The Grind. If you're looking for a way to catch The Grind, not in its normal programming, if you can't make that six to seven hour, check it out online, thegrindonsports.com. It's the hub for everything The Grind. We've got Twitter feed, Facebook feed, and of course, SoundCloud. If you miss a show, you don't have to miss it forever. Check it out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com.